You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman in the BDE for Up Next. But also, we're joined by Scrump. Bang bang! What is up, you guys? Oh, of course, yes. You got to you got to do that. Uh, we're we're here in Toronto for SummerSlam weekend. Our friend Scrump is visiting us, so we're here to do uh, uh, an up next before the big takeover Toronto. The pre pre game. The pre tailgate. Yeah. The takeover tailgate pre show. That's yeah. what this is. The BDE uh, tailgate. Yeah. This is. So what we've this got is. Scrump stepping in for David Otonga today. <laughs> to run down <laughs> everything. Yeah, you look like him. Less <laughs> jacked. He, he came into the shop once. Oh, the Pro yeah. Wrestling Tees. He, yeah, he came into Pro Wrestling Tees once. Does he have like, a shirt? <laughs> no, he was making some sort of like charity shirt. He's, a, okay. from my understanding, very charitable man. Okay, then I, I don't want to make fun charities. of him any longer. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I love David Otunga. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome to Up Next. We review NXT every week, every Thursday for postwrestling.com. Available wherever you get your podcast. Now, so SummerSlam weekend here in Toronto. Everyone uh, is coming here for wrestling. There's a week of wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling going on. We've been preparing for this for quite a while. Uh, I still don't have my SummerSlam ticket. No? Oh, it doesn't bother me. It's going down. Okay. I, actually, I'm not telling anyone that. Okay. Well, then It's going up. Ticket's well, going up. Don't bother. Don't even go. Subscribe to the WWE Network. <laughs> Stay at home and watch it there. You change your stance. You are attending SummerSlam? I think so. I took it off. I took Sunday night off. I work early Monday morning, but like... Whatever, we'll I, figure it out. Because I know myself and a uh, friend, friend of the show, MJ from uh, NJ, yes. we both talked about, like, no. You're not just, budging. No, Sunday okay. we're, we're leaving, and they've announced more matches, but. Doesn't do it for you. No, not Okay, biting. what about TakeOver? TakeOver going to do it for you? 
Oh yeah, for sure. That's, I, that's I, why I'm you're up here solely for tail. I mentioned to you. I the, thought you were coming here for the takeover tailgate. Well, I'm coming here specifically to right. see David, but yes, <laughs> also for the tailgate for the uh, post wrestling show. Yes. Um, shout out to all the messages I've been getting. Uh, I, we've been getting yeah. uh, the past few days. Get this, Scrump. Hey, I'm interested in getting tickets to the takeover tailgate. Is there still some available? No, motherfucker. They're not. They're sold out. We've been telling you this you for a time. You snooze, you lose. Yeah. The early bird, all that. Uh, I will say, it's uh, very nice to get these messages. It is, It means yeah. we should have got a bigger venue, Dave. Absolutely. And hopefully next time, maybe we will. We'll if see, we you venture down to Tampa, who knows? Yeah. You guys are like those uh, those sweet elite boys who sold out one arena and everyone wanted more and more tickets and now they're doing giant... There we go. We're like bowler. We'll just stay in a tiny little Ooh, venue. You see, I do, like, yeah, yeah. I do like being in a small You'll have to get the DVD of the tailgate in like six months time. <laughs> that's the uh, only way you can watch it. Uh, so this that's pr- it makes us feel really good that a lot of people are you know coming and they're asking yeah. like, hey, can I still show up? Are there tickets at the door? No, there actually isn't. Like we're so rammed. We it's, didn't. We're we're at capacity. There's, yeah, we are at capacity. We're in trouble. Even if there's if a fire Vince, marshal. Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself wanted to get in. Sorry, Vinny, you left it too late. Yeah, there wouldn't be a single person you'd let in. I'd chuck out Scrump, to be honest. Letting Vince. (laughs) (laughs) Not even Kyrie. If Aio Shirai wanted to come to the tailgate, which you are invited, honey, you're allowed to come. Um, Did you you guys ever hear the story of there was some celebrity, I I can't think of his name right now. It's like, shoot, I can't think of his name. I'm not trying to, like, protect him. But he showed up to Bola, and he was just like, oh, I'm so-and-so, like, can I get in? And they were like, we just made Ronda Rousey pay for her own Whoa. ticket. And he's like, yeah, but I'm so... And I think he was like a B-level celebrity like at this point. It's weird because celebrities do go to Polo. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a thing. And he tried to like pull that and they wow. were just like... Well, that's nope. not going to work at the TakeOver tailgate. Actually, it probably will. Just DM us on Twitter. <laughs> um, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, we're going to do that on Saturday. We're going to watch some NXT. We're going to do a Q&A. It's going to be crazy. So check out uh, our socials at the D. And, and at Davy Portman. Because follow us this whole weekend. It's going to be insane. But this show is pretty much the, the takeover, the hype show. Yeah. We're going to do some predictions. This week of NXT, it wasn't much. They prom- they promised us a full show with the, the takeover Target special. And then I watched it and it was pretty much just like a hype up yeah. thing. As, you know, most people expected. But uh, that's what we're here to talk about today. Because we're we're in Toronto here in the summer. We're ready for SummerSlam, and there's a lot of wrestling going on. Um, I know that tomorrow night, uh, or tonight, rather, Progress is here in, in Toronto. Now, I don't think you're coming to Progress. I'm not able to go, no. But I I, knew, I do believe me and Scrump and maybe some others, we're going to go check out that. Walter's on the card. Devlin um, versus Banks is on the card. Um, and then tomorrow night, Ring of Honor is here, and I'm thinking we're thinking of checking that out. They've got the ladder war with the Briscoes and the G.O.D., um, and I know uh, everyone's favorite world champion, Matt Taven, he's wrestling, so everyone's really, really excited for that. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's the whole reason I came up here. To see Matt Taven. The, aside from the tailgate. <laughs> yeah, to see Matt Taven. Um, and then TakeOver, of course, and then SummerSlam, and then, there's a whole bunch of like other stuff that I wish I could go to, but sometimes you just get too wrestled out, where you just like, I just want to do other things, mm-hmm. but I'm super uh, pumped 
for this weekend. I think it's really. I saw really yesterday. Cool. I uh, I was in Halifax for the last few days. Yes. the east coast of Canada, which was gorgeous. Yeah, how was it? Oh, it was you great. got me some hot sauces. I got here. you some hot. This one is like a hot apple sauce. It's really hot. Uh, sorry, it says or scorcher jalapeno apple sauce. Orchard scorcher, yeah. And then I got hops and lime. Mm. So. Uh, they put? tasted pretty good. Um, but yeah, coming back from Halifax, getting to the airport, suddenly you start seeing the Bullet Club t-shirts, uh, the yes. New Day t-shirts. Everyone is in town. Have everyone in their black t-shirts yes. walking around. Uh, it's that time. It's that time. It's like a mini WrestleMania well, in at, the at, six. I mentioned to Brayden at the border, uh, they asked us, you know, oh, what are you guys in here for? And I came in with some of my buddies who are, they're hosting a freelance versus super kick show. So they told them, oh, we're wrestlers. They looked at me. They're like, there's no way that fucking guy's <laughs> uh, But we told them, oh, you know, there's wrestling in town. And the guy immediately is like, oh, SummerSlam, are you guys excited? So that's kind of like, cool, you know, even, know. even what, two, three hours away, it's still something that people yeah. are aware of that's in, you know. Even the border. Um, I think it was actually SummerSlam last year. Um... I took the ferry from, because it was in New York, I took the ferry from Staten Island across to uh, Manhattan. And I was with my friend Kelly, who you've met once or twice. Mm -hmm. Very skinny, baby-faced-looking guy. And they see the Blue Jays... This couple sees the Blue Jays hat, so they start talking to us about Canada and stuff, and what are you doing here? go, oh, we're here for the the wrestling that's going on. (laughs) It wasn't until they left that we realized they thought we were competing in a wrestling tournament because they just go, oh, good luck, all the best, do well. And we looked at each other. Well, I I know uh, the weekend of TakeOver Dallas, so I don't know which WrestleMania that was. Um, It was... 32. 32. So we were down at like a Whataburger and like I mentioned, I frequently travel with my friends uh, of freelance wrestling. Um, So we were at a Whataburger and there was fans there who recognized them. Wow. So they said, oh, it's so-and-so from freelance wrestling, you know, took, went said hi, took pictures. What the staff heard was wrestling and WWE was in town. So they come over and they're like, you guys are WWE wrestlers. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I'm one of the writers. I'm like, they're all, they're all wrestlers. And they were just like taking pictures with these guys, you know, being really nice. The staff was super nice. They gave us like a thing of free fries. But it was one of those things where, you know, it, to them, they just heard wrestling. And they're like, wrestlers hey. in town heard wrestlers and thought these like small group of independent wrestlers were. Well, who did you tell this waitress in they, Chicago who I was? You kept telling, you kept trying oh, to sell this waitress yeah, in there Chicago. Was, this was post All In where we were. Yeah, at, All In uh, weekend in Chicago. We were at a karaoke bar. Yeah, that's right. And I <laughs> and I kept telling the this waitress that, that you were uh, Excalibur. I yeah. showed her a picture of Excalibur. I was like, you can't tell because of the mask. I was like, but because you guys have. And you were beards. like, you were like, you were like, uh, gee, he doesn't like to talk about it. Don't don't yeah. bring it up. I was like, yeah. Don't bring it up. Yeah. She goes, really? That's really impressive. I'm like, we don't look yeah. like wrestlers though. Like, I I've convinced people just from certain pictures on Google Images that I'm either Will Ospreay or Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> you just get the right reaction shot and slightly blurry. Yeah, you know, yeah. Look. That's me. Look, yeah. And they're like, hey, you look like Zack Sabre Jr. When I'm clean shaven. Yeah. I'm, you could definitely pull off Zack Sabre. Wear Jr. some Union Jack tidy whities Moan about Boris Johnson. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm already there. I'm already there. Um, 
Yeah, well, we're not wrestlers, but walking around in Toronto, you'll probably find some this weekend. So, um, I mean, I technically was a wrestler once. Okay, yeah. I'm retired now. <laughs> so don't, don't try to bring me out of retirement, Brayden. I'll tell you like I tell everybody else. Yes. Anyone new to the show, you should maybe say who this voice is, who Scrump is. Yes. So do you want to... I mean, you've been on the show a couple of times, but mm-hmm. for any, any new listeners over the last month or so, might not be familiar with the enigma that is Scrump. Yes. So, do you want to give us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, most notably, I was one of the penis druids at All In, one of Joy Ryan's penis druids. Uh, Is that on I, your Tinder bio? Uh, no. Don't put it on your Tinder. No, no, no. no, it's definitely something where friends are like, you should put that. And I'm like, yeah. no. I'm like, because it's one thing to mention it to a girl once, yeah. you know, you guys are familiar. Yeah, yeah. But to just have that, like, no. Um, but I work over at Pro Wrestling Tees. I'm one of the managers. I'm actually the host of our brand new right. PWT cast. Uh, now available on iTunes, yes. Spotify, all that good stuff. Apple Podcasts. But I met these guys through... Well, I met Braden through the law right. when I used to call in. And yeah. then Davey, uh, not too long after when you know you joined on. Yep. But yeah, I work over at Pro Wrestling Tees. I often describe myself as the hand of the king to the hand of the king. The hand of the king. Yeah, I don't really know what my actual position there is. I just, I do a lot. I, you know, more than like, yeah, if you've received a shirt from us, I've more than likely either had it ordered or printed it or shipped it to you. Uh, yeah, so I do a lot of stuff there. You brought us some cool shirts. I did. I, I brought... You guys had some cool shirts printed uh, for your event. I You I, brought us... Uh, so David ordered... You brought me, like, last time, or sent me for Christmas, maybe, the Blackheart Champa shirt. Yes. That you can't even... Like, you couldn't get for a while. Mm-hmm. You got me that shirt. David got really jealous. So now David ordered the new Blackheart shirt. Mm-hmm. So he, to- he told me he was getting that shirt. And I was like, well, wait a second. I want a Blackheart shirt. So now I got the Blackheart shirt. Just a question: How does he get away with it? Is it does he market it under Blackheart on yes, Pro I Wrestling Tees? Because I know uh, like does who? Because we sell Blackheart shirts similar to okay. Tommaso there we Ciampa. go. There we go. <laughs> I mean, Tommaso Ciampa doesn't. It's really funny because there's this this new tag team on the indie scene called uh, Hashtag FTR. It looks like they opened a T-shirt store as well. I, I wonder what FTR means. Yeah, Very interesting. Yeah, those guys, uh, I hope they sell a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> they probably are. Then yeah. All it says is hashtag FTR. Yeah, I mean, I know if they want to stop selling shirts with us, we're not going to like, we don't have any sort of weird contract with them. <laughs> they have to keep selling shirts right. with us, you know? That's that's great. Well, thank you for the shirts. You also brought me. Uh, I I requested jokingly, like it was a, it was a half joke, but I'm happy you you did, you went through with it. Is a pink Bullet Club, but in Japanese. It's in yeah, not only is it in I, Japanese, it's in pink. Yeah, I mean, listen. Whenever you guys ask me for T-shirts, it's no problem for me. Well, you know, like I know last time you. in New York, I had a. It was just a bunch of pro wrestling tees yes. logo shirts that right. I brought to David because they weren't in my size. Right. Well, we it's look. So he's literally wearing. Well, we wear right? them a lot. Yeah, yeah he's we wearing wear it now, and not just not just for my benefit. Yeah. I know. He, we literally wear like we, people would think we're wrestlers because we wear these all around all the time. Well, so. you've seen the last time I was here, I had that like pro wrestling tee jacket. Yeah, uh, you're decked up. Yeah, I, there was a time where myself and my roommate we were at like a T-Mobile because he was fixing his phone plan or something. The lady goes, oh, so you guys are like a wrestling, like a wrestling, like a tag team, <laughs> or a team. Huh? We we're just like, 
Yes, no, that's exactly what we are. That's exactly what we are. Do we get some sort of discount? And we did not. Well, shameless plug. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash upnext, and you can uh, get one of our shirts. You can support us. And I know that you are... Did you launch your own Pro Wrestling Tees cast shirt? No, not so yet. if you've listened to yes. episode zero and one, you've, uh, you would have heard by now. Yes. Uh, when we signed up, we were told you, you, can. Ha- you have to keep it fair. You know, it has to be fair. Right, yeah. Like, we work there so we can't just bypass the 10,000 followers. Whoa. Or, you know, it's that. Or we pay the $75 uh, fee, and I spent all my money getting up here. So. And on my plane ticket. You're waiting for that 75 bucks. So, yeah, we've had, so far, yeah. uh, Marty DeRosa <laughs> donate $5. We, we've had, we have <laughs> I'm Matt, not donating shit. We have Matt Nix coming up. Hopefully, he can donate some money, too, wow. you know? The man owns a, a wrestling company, so hopefully we get a, a few dollars out of him. Uh, well, hopefully that goes well for you. I wish you the best. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll so. give you a toonie. Do you know what that is? Canadian uh, money. Is it one of these weird coins that you <laughs> gave me last time? Uh, Scrump got in late last night in Toronto and wanted some food last night. Okay. It was like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I was like, we were watching NXT. I was like, literally, the only thing you can get is this place called The Owl. And he's like, uh, well, all right. And I'm like, oh, but they only take cash and you don't have any uh, Canadian and he's like I'm not using these coins and these stupid <laughs> stupid things however you guys use the penny still and we don't so we're ahead of you so we were both like because I, I crashed on your couch we were both like falling asleep like you yelling at each other about pennies <laughs> but I honestly like if I'm at a shop at or pennies are terrible if I'm somewhere and I get changed they usually have like a tip jar there I just Throw it all there. I don't like to carry change with yeah, me. Yeah, pennies are, need to go away in the state. Well, pennies are gone It's here. always in my pocket, and then I yeah. forget, and I, it's one of those things where you jolt up and fuck like, a penny. this penny. You know? <laughs> For real. Fuck pennies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not, fuck, just pennies in general. Yeah, yeah there's a noodle shop in Chicago <laughs> called Pennies, and that's also what I say. Fuck pennies. Yeah. Don't go there. Um, so, we're here to do the NXT Takeover hype up prediction show, if you will. Let's run through this this week's episode of NXT and any uh, news or noteworthy things, and then we'll do our prediction at the end of this because it won't be that long considering what this week's episode was. So let's go into this week's episode, the August seventh edition of NXT 2019 from Full Sail University. It starts with William Regal. He's in the middle of the ring here. He says that Takeover Toronto is going to be uh, it's going to be lit. That's what William Regal says, uh, pretty much word for word. That's what he says. That's gonna be, that's he that's says gonna, what he, said, he says it's going to be lit. Uh, he brings out the two tag teams in the NXT Tag Team Championship match. The Street Profits, the champions, they come down to the ring. And I know I've joked on this show that the influence of one particular new producer. Well, it really showed here because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Street Profits would like to bring to you their best rendition of their, uh, what is it? It's what they've been doing on Raw, <coughs> yeah. It's uh, the New Age Outlaws. Yeah, the New Age stick. Outlaws. Uh, they do that. Um, they do their thing. And then they call uh, the, their opponents uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts and Lawrence Fishburne Jr., what did you What did you think of their uh, their dig there? <laughs> the digs weren't great, but the delivery was. I think Montez Ford can get away with really saying anything, and yeah. people were going to cheer because yeah, he's so hyped. <laughs> I actually had a I had a acting teacher at drama school who said when doing Shakespeare, if you know something's meant to be a joke, don't worry if you don't understand what the joke is because it's hundreds of years old. Sure, just play it like a joke okay. and the audience will feel ah yeah gotta laugh along 
Full and it's kind of like, like that Montez Ford is so yeah. charismatic that the way he delivers it, it doesn't care what he's saying. The crowd is still going to go, well, oh, yeah. I mean, as, as far as the digs went, Kyle O'Reilly yeah. and his dad definitely had better ones. <laughs> so Scrum thinks that they're, 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 each team is a dad, their son and their dad. Right. Well, I mean, you, what do you, sorry, what's your thing? You think Montez Ford is the son and Angelo Dawkins is the dad? Look at how they were dressed. <laughs> you know? it, there was something about uh, Angelo Dawkins' jeans. Like, I, I just didn't want, they were very dad yeah, jeans. I mean, Montez Ford, he's a very fashionable guy. Like, I look at him and I go, man, that guy is fly AF. <laughs> yeah, he's and definitely I, dressed I wish nice. some of that would rub off on, like, Angelo Dawkins because he's he's clearly older right. he's clearly not like as like just cool as Montez Ford right and I think maybe if he just but then a I think it works when he's wearing like his basketball gear yeah. like it's not high fashion but it, it works for his character but when Street when Montez Ford is in his nice shirt his skinny shirts. jeans his cool shoes and then Dawkins is just in dad jeans with his NXT title wrapped around his waist it just looked a bit odd okay well if if Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins are a father-son combo. Then here comes Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish because they really... <laughs> well, I remember describing it um, once. It was at TakeOver Chicago where I said only Lorkin and his dad versus Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> and his dad was like one of my favorite yeah. matches. Uh, well, they look, they look like father-son duos. What I here. love is even when uh, Undisputed are tagging, the way Bobby kind of shouts things to motivate Kyle is like a dad on the it side is. of a pitch. Go on, Kyle! Yeah. Dad at soccer practice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not wrong. We're going to get this over. Kyle O'Reilly and his dad. Uh, so, O'Reilly Auto Parts and Lawrence Fishburne Jr. This uh, then prompts the Undisputed Era, shock the system. They come down to the ring. And Bobby Fish <laughs> says, oh, man, that joke was so funny. I forgot to laugh. And Kyle O'Reilly says, actually, funny you should say that because I remembered to laugh, but I didn't because it wasn't funny. <laughs> what I love with this, I um, I had a go about Roderick Strong the other day about being just see seeming yeah. like a whiny kid and yeah, he's a grown yeah. adult. That's Kyle O'Reilly, he felt like one of the girls from Mean Girls here. He could have been <laughs> yeah, in Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, he's a grown ass adult, but this worked. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, Bobby Fish says, okay, cover your ears because I have some truth. This is our level and you're not on it. You see, not only are we better bell to bell, we are better than you street prophets. So we will beat you, but we're also funnier than you. Whoa. Calling someone that you're funnier than them is really disrespectful. He says, listen guys, you see, that was your joke, but... We have this joke, and Fish is like, Kyle, Kyle, say that joke that you told me the other day. It was so funny. Say it. Say a joke. Oh, what was the joke? Okay, hold, okay, everybody. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Here's the joke. The Street Profits are NXT champions, and then they laugh. And then the Street Profits, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty pissed here. They say, shut up, Bobby. You say, you guys shock the system. You see, you've beaten every team here in NXT. You've beaten the Authors of Pain... The, the War Raiders, you've been through everyone, but you see, the problem is, we weren't a threat before, but you see us now. Everyone sees us now. You see us now. We're the Street Profits. We've been here for, for a while, but now we're the, we're the team. And you see, at TakeOver Toronto, losing is not an option, and we're going to beat that ass. And that is undisputed. 
And then the crowd starts chanting, beat that ass, which was very it interesting. It felt like a line from Cena in Trainwreck, <laughs> yeah. you know, Amy Bowler, yeah, yeah. kept on saying. I'm going to beat that ass. I'm going to pound that ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then both teams sign the contract. And then, like, there's no, there's no fight. There's no one going through yeah. a table. There's no pull apart. Just two. See, in NXT, we're polite here. We sign contracts, and everything just goes swimmingly. And Re- maybe because Regal is in the ring, and like, to- and then they reveal that the contracts actually said it's DX versus <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was the contract signing. The tag match is set for this Saturday. I'm looking forward to the match. That was, I thought. Um, the undisputed era came off like with the over, with the upper hand here. I just didn't the street profits didn't really deliver here. I thought I thought, I thought they the street profits started off a bit weak. Yeah. I thought when they ended they were pretty good. It's it's made me more hyped for the match. I think it's going to be really. I I do I do love when they're like cutting promos and talking and yet the, the they clearly like handed out the red solo cups because mm. the crowd had them. But then like as they're like walking away. It's funny because they have the titles on mm. and like Montez maybe has it on his shoulder, but then has a cup in his other hand. It just looks so funny to me. It looks yeah. like you're walking around a party and there's a guy with like a red solo cup and he's like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you up. It's like, it's like a <laughs> house party. Like someone's got a cup in their hand. Yet, I think but. it was actually better that they didn't like get physical. Sure. Because of like you said, like it's just, it seems more fitting of their characters to kind of just walk away like, all right, I got you. you yeah. Know? Especially with just... The cup. Having the solo cup. It, they didn't want to ruin the party. Uh, so that's that's the, 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 the contract signing here. Will the prophecy come true? We'll do our predictions just a little after this. Uh, we then go to a uh, preview, a vignette here for the three-way. The NXT North American Championship. Pete Dunn versus Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong. Uh, this match is going to be crazy. This video was cool. It kind of shows uh, where everything was, where how Roddy got the pin over Velveteen Dream, and then now Pete Dunne has been inter- uh, entered into this. Um, but it's kind of the whole story that we've already seen here before. Um, so, we'll, again, we'll go to that. Uh, we get a video from Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Now, I'm just going to tell you what he said here, because this is not... I'm not making this up. It says, Hi... Corey Taylor, and he's in his mask uh, and everything. He says, I'm just here to remind us, remind you that we are NXT. Just letting, just letting you know that I'm here to remind you that we are NXT. What does that even mean, Corey Taylor from Slipknot? Um, we're all NXT. I'm NXT. We are all. He's just here to remind us. That's literally what he said. I'm here to remind you. So if you forgot, Corey Taylor from Slipknot has reminded you. Yes, you, that you are NXT. Uh, a listener uh, of ours messaged me um, and said that they predict Slipknot will play Shayna out to the ring. But I just don't know if that's going to happen because I bet they're on tour, Slipknot. Because Slipknot did another song for this takeover coming up here. But I don't know. I just don't foresee it. But someone was like, I'm very adamant. That's what's going to happen. Mm. But Isn't that also something they like, all, they've always like announced, announced it? it usually, I yeah. I think they did at the last takeover. Yeah. When Adam Cole had his entrance, I yeah, I feel Slipknot is pretty big to just yeah. want to take over. Yeah, and yeah. I can see Poppy doing Io Shirai's yes, entrance. True. They were, I mean, we'll get to that package yeah, later, yeah. but they were back and forth on Twitter last night. So, and she's not as big a name as Slipknot. Sure, that I yeah. think they could have her on as a 
surprise. Um, we get a video for the women's championship between Shayna Baszler and uh, Mia Yim here. It's kind of showing a little bit of everything. This video is good because it shows a lot of Mia Yim uh, kind of on the indies, uh, how she got signed here in the Mae Young Classic with Triple H and everything like that. And then there's like insert promos with the footage attached here. Um, again, these are like the preview videos they'll play before the match on Saturday. But Maybe I just missed it. I don't think they showed Mia taking out the horsewomen, did they? No, package? they did. Yeah, they did. They did because, because the line here is from Shayna. It shows the clips of her being the vigilante where she's attacked people. Let, let's forget about the Roman Reigns attacks. Like, the, Mia Yim is just straight up, like, beating up women in the background here. Uh, Shayna says, Mia Yim, you've been given an opportunity to fight for the championship. But you see, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve a title shot. You deserve a prison sentence. <laughs> so she's not... She's kind of got a point. The, it's weird <laughs> in wrestling when the, the, the heel is actually correct. It's factually, like, yeah. She's just been attacking people. Mia Yim uh, should just go to prison. It's, all, it's always <laughs> the fun world of wrestling where I remember like mentioning one time, it was something to do with The Undertaker. And I was like, isn't it like fucked up? That the Undertaker admitted on TV to like trying to burn his brother alive, right? But because he's subjectively a very good wrestler, we're just like, come eh. on. we're like, come on, it's okay. Yeah, you know, we all just brush it under the rug. <laughs> there's so many things. R- Rikishi hit a guy with a car. Like, there's, there's, uh, wrestling's crazy. Uh, so that video was cool. I enjoyed that. Um, I still would say I'm not as hyped for this women's title. There's something missing in it for me. I agree. I think it's the least. Uh, hype match on the show. Right, yeah. I yeah. think it will be good, though. I think so, too. Um, and especially them being roommates, I think I think they'll work See, out something pretty like cool. I they're also aware, like, on this card, this isn't a match that everyone is as excited for, which will probably, like you said, Step it up. Them, yeah, stepping it up, you know, tra- you know, going to the PC and trying to work something out so yeah. that we leave and we go, holy, you know, holy yeah. shit, that match was amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, we do have a match on this show that has nothing to do with TakeOver, and it happens right now because there was a tournament that happened this summer. Do you remember it? It's called the NXT Breakout Tournament. Do you guys remember when that happened? Yeah, it's been my favorite <laughs> thing every week. <laughs> Screw the G1. Let's talk about the NXT Breakout Tournament. Well, the finals are happening this weekend. Uh, rumor is that it's not on the takeover and that it's the pre-show. They, yeah, the package they showed later, they took out the line of yes. it being on uh, takeover. And I think a listener pointed out, they mentioned last week, yes. um, it's in two weeks' time at the Scotiabank. So we'll have the match. Yes. It will be on NXT TV rather than the takeover. Yes, and that match will be Cameron Grimes versus Jordan Miles. That is the the breakout tournament finals that we will get as expected. Those two, I think will have a fantastic match. I just feel like the whole tournament was just kind of maybe just put in a place for, I don't know, just to, just to, just to do it kind of thing. I think it's just too many guys at once. I don't know. They, they didn't it. do enough to make you care about yeah. any of the guys. Like, no one overly stood out. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. And in past tournaments that they've had, there's like, there's always been one or two people that stick out. I mean, they, they show in the, the Maya Yim package where, you know, she stood out to the point where everyone was, you know, sign, sign her. Maya. Yeah. No one, no one chanted sign me to any of these people. Yeah. So and they're I, all, they're already signed. I, but. I, I've seen, you know, uh, ACH and Trevor League yeah. wrestle to, to an hour draw. You okay. Know? So I, it's, you know, they can go. Yeah, You know, exactly. they've got good chemistry. It'll, 
for sure, probably be a very good match. Right. But just the way they've gone about setting up the whole tournament, it it definitely just, just weak. Maybe they yeah. should have had just three three shows, three yeah three separate shows on the network and uh, an episode getting you to know everyone. Sure. Like they've done not drag it out as long as the May Young Classic yeah. would be, but just, just a little have thing. Yeah. Every night for a week or something like that. Yeah, like it, I feel like had it been its own show, and then you say the finals are happening at Takeover, it probably would have a little bit more. It just it. yeah, it doesn't have any. There's just no real meaning behind it. And I, I think the problem is uh, they've been using it as a line from the heels on the show, but it's what we've all been saying. There are so many yeah. great wrestlers who don't have a match. Takeover every Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's one of the hottest guys in the scene right now. <laughs> He doesn't have a match at TakeOver. Yeah. Uh, or even pre-show, I don't think. Uh, well, unless, we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. Let's go to this match. From the breakout tournament, Joaquin Wild, so DJZ, versus Shane Thorne. Now, Shane Thorne, uh, he's the Aussie dude. His partner left him for New Japan. Now he's solo Shane Thorne. He cut a promo, was it last week or recently, about how he deserves some kind of push but instead, NXT brings in all these breakout tournament stars here for this thing when he should be the one kind of getting like a little bit of a, a push there. So Shane Thorne, Joaquin Wild. Um, if you were wondering if Wild is keeping the DJZ like gimmick kind of in full, well, he starts the match by going. Bah, 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 bah. So yes, he's keeping that gimmick full on gimmick. Now me and Scrump were watching this late last night. And you pointed out that he kind of looks like uh, people are, are comparing him to Mustafa Ali. Yeah, because of because His well because I've been watching DJ Z for years. He's been doing the light thing, mm. the EDM kind of DJ thing. Like a DJ comes out with light helmets, like Dead Mouse, Marshmallow, whatever. And DJ Z's been doing that for a long time. But then Mustafa Ali came up, has come on the scene in the past year or so, and he comes out with like this like light up kind of thing, and people are like, oh, like. There's similarities there. Yeah. I, I don't think it helps that they're both yeah. like kind of smaller guys from Chicago that both use like that similar like gimmick. So similar gimmick, but also like similar look and similar moveset. I would say because in this in his gear here, it looks the gear his pants is similar to like Mustafa Ali. So it's very very yeah. funny that I mean, like and, both are and, using lights and stuff. You know, Joaquin. He's I feel he'll he'll be fine. Sure. You know, he might have to tweak a few things to right. his gimmick, but especially being this early in NXT, I feel like yeah. it's kind of like Kushida, where they were like, yeah, you're, go ahead, you can be the Back to the Future guy for a few weeks, but... And then figure it out. Now we're going to, you know, tweak sure. this and tweak that. They'll definitely need to tweak it, because he's just like, the ha it's like a half DJ. It's like, I'm not really a DJ, I, but... I had completely forgotten about him right. from the tournament. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him yeah. prior to NXT. Don't blame me, because... Um, a lot of the moves he has, we see so many people exactly, do. There was exactly. nothing particularly... I think I think you saw quite early on with Mustafa Ali, even before he was doing these promos and things, there was some depth there. There was something really interesting about him that made you want to root for him. Yeah. And a lot of the guys have the same moveset these days. But for me, it was just... It's just a gimmick stuck on that doesn't really mm -hmm. mean anything. Also, it goes for, for any, like, I'm not saying anyone, but most wrestlers these days, like, everyone does a tope to the outside. Yeah. Everyone does, like, very similar moves. But when I compare it, like, uh, to to Kenny Omega, for instance. Mm. Kenny Omega, sure, he hits the tope to the outside. He does it in his every big match. But his makes it 
something flows with it. There's a reason he does a move at a specific time, at a specific part in the match, like a specific way. Mm-hmm. I feel like some wrestlers don't do that. Some wrestlers are like, cool, now I'm going to hit you with this move, and then you're going to do this. And like, there's a, there's a, I don't know, sometimes when you watch like a real pro, like you put on a Gargano mm-hmm. match, you see there's reasons for every little thing. But then sometimes you put on someone who's maybe not like, you know, as, as in depth as you say, it kind of just doesn't. It's just stuck, thrown it at the wall. You can hear it listening to the crowd as well. The yeah. match, and this is what I, I love with the G1 tournament matches. The crowd sort of should be a constant noise that grows and grows and grows. But there's never breaks in the sound, mm. if that makes sense. Sure. And you hit, if you just watch this match, if you just listen to this match, it's silence. And then, oh, there's a tope. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've woken up. Whereas you should try to capture... Something. Yeah, and as you said, Gargano is so good at it. Uh, Kenny Omega yeah. is so good at it. Story- um, it's storytelling. That's what we want. But also, I I also feel for these two guys because I quite enjoyed this match because mm-hmm. this is probably hour three in the tapings yeah. with a guy who was in a tag team no one really cared about and <laughs> everyone has forgotten about against a guy who lost his only match in NXT a few weeks ago. So it's the crowd were checked out before it started. So yeah. I, I don't completely blame them for that. Yeah. So again, this is kind of like a little throwaway match, but I quite enjoyed it for what it was. Shane Thorne, Joaquin Wilde, uh, like I said, the starts off. Uh, they keep trying to out-wrestle each other, trying to keep getting to different, different holds. Uh, there's a running head scissors into like a satellite DDT, which is then countered into a brain buster from Shane Thorne. Looked really great. Um, Joaquin Wilde hits kind of the, the buckshot lariat at some point, like... Uh, the next AEW champion, or the first, the first. hangman page, the Buckshot Lariat, um, which is way better than the Dean Ambrose Lariat, which he doesn't do, Moxley. The, the Moxley Lariat doesn't happen. Um, there's a back elbow off the top rope from Wild, and then uh, Shane Thorne goes for the, like this like running thing onto the top rope. Joaquin c- counters that with a power bomb for only a two count. Um, Shane Thorne and him are now going strike for strike, and Thorne hits like a straight up slap to the face and then a forearm, which just looked nasty. I would say I was way more impressed with Shane Thorne in this match Absolutely. than Joaquin Wilde, but I think that it was what it was designed to do for us. Um, then uh, we're talking about topes because there is a tope through the ropes from Joaquin Wilde, kind of like Sami Zayn, how he does the, the diving DDT through the ropes on the outside. However, this was like a tope, suicide dive through the corner there, which looked really cool, which allows him to then run it back into the ring, and Wilde then hits a second over the top rope to the outside, and this is where the crowd was like, hey, this isn't half bad. I don't know who these people are, but this is okay. This is Dees. And uh, they're brawling there. He waits for Shane Thorne to get up, which I don't like as a baby face. You shouldn't just wait. You shouldn't just stand inside while the guy's, like, injured. Like, mm-hmm. you should be like, yeah, oh, I'm going to pin you, and stuff like that. Um, that's just nitpicking. Um, he then throws... Shane Thorne eventually does get back into the ring. Uh, they go back and forth again for a little while. And then Shane Thorne, which I'm going to call this, like, what, a a bicycle knee? Uh, a Kent, the Kenta knee? The Daniel Bryan knee? Mm-hmm. A wild knee. Uh, I'll call it the Shane Thorne knee because he runs and hits this flying knee and pins Joaquin Wild off of it. It looked wild. Uh, not Joaquin Wild, but wild. <laughs> Shane Thorne with this crazy move and pins him. 
The match is over. The ref goes to raise his hand. He pushes the ref away, rolls out of the ring, walks straight to the back. He's like, I don't got time for this shit. I don't need to be here. I'm above this. I like this about Shane Thorne. I think this guy is kind of going to find something after this. I really enjoyed the match. Mm -hmm. It was such a shame about the crowd. Um, Yeah. It made me think, I think we've got to the point now where NXT needs to travel more for their shows. Uh, Full Sail can be great. I know people give them a lot of shit, but in the past, Full Sail have been really good at supporting the the mid and lower mid card and getting these people over. They seem all a bit checked out now, sure. and I think it's been the case for a while. I mean, we've we've commented on the quality has dropped yes. a bit in the storytelling. Maybe that has something to do with it, although I still think NXT is better than it was a few years ago. Yes, definitely. I think it would really help to start travelling a bit more... Uh, to I mean, other small venues, I mean, not they, arenas. They do it, all, but they but don't. They don't. They don't televise it. Yeah, like, right, I t- think they, they got to show. It's very interesting. They're, to takeover is this Saturday. Tonight they they've been traveling tonight. Like yeah. tomorrow night they're doing Buffalo. Yeah, Friday night they're doing Buffalo. Uh, I guarantee these guys are on the card there, but they're not on the takeover card. So it's like they are traveling, but they're not doing the. They're not filming it. They're not doing it. As I think they show. should do it to film now. Now, now small, small venues, and I think people that are just excited to see wrestling. Would lift this match. I, I I thought this was fine, like for a throwaway thing here. I'm I'm interested in seeing the the Shane Thorne thing, like pushing, like why 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 bring in eight new people when you've already got guys sitting on the burner. Yeah, so it makes. I sense. think if this guy he he cut a pretty good promo last yeah, week. Yeah. If this guy could do not just good promos, but really really good promos. Sure, he's got a lot for him. Yeah, I think. so. I think the problem is is he was in a vanilla tag team. For a long time. He's been off TV for a long time. His look is kind of generic. Sure. Um, what can get him over is his promo. Because he's know, got the ring skills. For you sure. know what's going to get him over? They should uh, keep hyping him up week by week. Be like, yo, he's coming. Shane Thorne is coming. And then one day, his debut, have Roman Reigns beat him up. That'd be, <laughs> wouldn't that be fantastic? Well, that's, that's how you get someone over. I mean, that's how they got Buddy Murphy over this week, isn't it? <laughs> that's how it works, right? No? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm interested in seeing where this guy yeah, goes. I, Just I assume he's going to run through maybe some of those people. Yeah, he should. That would be great. Look, you guys are losers, and then Keith Lee will kill him at the and end. And then, or maybe whoever wins this tournament. Sure. See, I was thinking, the I know, they've, they've, there's been an influx of Aussie talent. and Yeah, true. Um Like, I was impressed with him here. Like, I've, I've always, I was a fan of TM61. Right when they still cared about them right. uh, those few weeks. But, yeah, he was really impressive, especially that knee. Like, I know when you yeah, and I were watching crazy. it when he hit the knee, it was like, whoa. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it came out of nowhere. Plus, he's also got a Full Metal Alchemist tattoo. Like, oh, I did, so, you know, that, yes. that definitely helps. But, nice. Yeah, it's, it, it was like touching on what Davey said. They definitely need to get out of that arena because... To them, he's just the guy who's been losing to, sure. you know, their up-and-comers. Yeah. Probably in a dark match. Hey, do you move from Full Sail University if they move to, like, FS1? If NXT becomes a show that's not on the network, do they travel with well, it or do they stay in Full could, I think they could, but yeah. keep to small venues. They yeah. don't need yeah. to have their sites like, set on arenas. Giant, yeah. Like, New Japan is smart with they're like, touring at, like, uh, Ring of Honor venues. Sure. Which are, like, smaller, small. but... It's so fine. Fun. They can pack that out. It's like our possible. tailgate. You book a small venue yeah. and then you, you know. I just noticed <laughs> the the crowd. It felt like watching one of those Saudi shows where all the people in the front row are just yes. on their phones walking around yeah. talking to each other. The front row was so checked out and it, 
it made me mad for the performers because I thought that was a decent match. Mm. Well, I know I I've been to Full Sail before, and I know Brayden, you mentioned yeah. you've also been there. So, I know I, there was definitely some fatigue with me where yeah, I, it, go, it gets on you. Yeah, and like for for me, the main event was Finn versus Shinsuke, so it's, it was one of those things where everyone's kind of just kind of waiting on their for hands, that, <laughs> waiting for that. And I definitely feel like it does affect whatever comes before it, just because of that, because you've already been there for two three hours and it's at that point you're just like and especially it's it's once a month pretty much isn't it the tapings it's not twice a year they're going to see a three-hour show of tapings it's once a month the same people are going same kind of thing and you'll have because i reckon majority of the crowd are regulars who go a lot it's true I, I like them in full sale, but I guess you got to give them something a little bit more. Maybe do dark matches. Be like, hey, you sit through this, you'll get your, your Johnny Gargano's and Adam Cole's in a match. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you got to throw them a bone to kind of get them to, to be interested. They already have that with the tape. I know, I know. Structure it's, anyway. It's, 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 I just it's think it's, it's maybe run its course there. Yeah, I guess so. Um... So Shane Thorne, we'll see more of you, I'm sure. Uh, we go to a, the next video package for another woman's match at Takeover Toronto. The one I'd say I'm a little bit more excited for. I'll tell you why. Because Io Shirai gets me high, fellas. Uh, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae at Takeover. There's a video here using Poppy. Mm. Remember Poppy? She's NXT's answer to Flow Rider, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> This video is cool, though. This video yeah. is so sick. Um, there's, like, Japanese translations. There's the, the black and the strobe light thing from Io Shirai. It shows Candace's point of view. They made it, like, so seem so sweet where it's like Candace was coming to the aid of her all the time and then gets turned on by Io. Like, they built up their friendship yeah. way more than they have on TV as well. It, if yeah. you were just watching this, it did look like they'd been friends yeah, for years. Yeah, it looks like they, they were had friends. Kind of sort of Instagram photo kind of things and just them hanging out, which hasn't been on TV. You just saw that time Candice came into the locker room and said, I've got your back. Check out this video. It really made you feel that they were big friends and EO (laughs) turned nasty. And then then turns on her and it's like the music changes to the, because Poppy's music is like, hi, I'm Poppy. And then it goes, it's crazy. This video fit it so properly. And the translation, it's EO's yelling in Japanese and it translates, there is no human worthy of EO Shirai or something like that because she doesn't need any friends she doesn't uh i'm looking so forward to this match i think this uh has the potential to just blow my mind yeah key sleeper like yeah like don't don't sleep on the women's one of the most hyped matches to be honest everyone Uh, i'm talking to are very very keen for this match like i'll say it every week like this character instantly has hooked me uh no no problem wait you're uh an evil Japanese woman who wears all black comes out to like some like weird trap music. Like, take my money. Well, it's take it's, everything from me. I don't care. It's good to see Candace finally like risk it all. Stop being just Johnny's wife. Yes, she's. There's no mention of that, which yeah, is no, great. Yeah, that's yeah. great. You know, it's you look at the main roster where oh it's Seth Rollins and who's Becky. Becky Lynch's boyfriend. Look how that fizzled Lynch, now. Yeah, yeah, and that's just lame. It's fine. You know. I know, I know that uh, one of the Usos is married to Naomi. They don't mention it yeah, every yeah. single time, and they didn't. They've kind of steered away from it, which is that good. Now. Yeah, she's her own person here, yeah, she's and her it's, own person. that's how it should be. And, and I, I, I really enjoyed this video. I think this one's the best. But I'm, ones. I would say, in the NXT structure, I'm pleased that they did that with Candice LeRae for a good year and a half because otherwise she wouldn't have had a slot. That's true. There's only think this is the first takeover with two women's matches. Mm-hmm. You've only got five big matches every takeover 
and the men are going to dominate that most of the time. So Candice would have just been doing silly throwaway matches on NXT or TV. Or of the pre-show. Whereas she was in a big headline story for a good... This is the year. biggest match in both And of now her. she's yeah. transitioned and she's away from being Johnny's wife and people know who she is because she's been on TV for like both year. Both of these women have been on indies d- respectively from where, different parts where they're both from and now they're coming together to, to do this. And I would say it's their biggest opportunity, biggest venue, biggest everything for them to kind of yeah. just show like, hey, this is what we can do. And I think this is great. The story of it is simple. Everything is simple. I'm just super excited to watch it. I think this will just be a lot of fun. Entertaining is what I watched this for and this is hitting on all cylinders here looks fantastic I want to see EO just go crazy and get more yelling in Japanese definitely is what I want um but talking about the pre-show bro Matt Riddle comes out to the ring because he has a match against Killian Dane because a few weeks ago he was attacked and sent on through the the stage in full sail and Matt Riddle comes out and instantly is attacked again by Killian Dane. Dane attacks him. Uh, I couldn't tell. Was he wearing the tool shirt? Was he because the I, new tool album? I couldn't see the I front. Wasn't. See, it all happened so quickly. I was afraid it might have been Chris Jericho. In disguise. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't really want to talk about this. I want to talk about social media and Matt Riddle because he is public enemy number one. Or the hero we all didn't know we deserved, depending on how you look at it. Have you? It's Matt Riddle versus WCW. <laughs> yeah, have you heard? Have you seen this? No. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> this is fantastic. Really? Matt Riddle, you as you know, loves uh, your favorite wrestler ever, Goldberg. Oh, greatest ever wrestler in the WWE. Right. So Goldberg is now added to SummerSlam yep. fighting Ziggler. Matt Riddle goes on Twitter machine and, of course, is like, okay, make it a triple threat. Like, let's go. Add me in. Like, fuck it. Let's go. And, you know, people are saying what they will. Uh, now, some other wrestlers have stepped in, and uh, someone on Twitter was like, hey, Matt Riddle, you should, like, learn to, uh, you know... Respect. Yeah, respect the older generation. And Chris Jericho went on Twitter and was like, yeah, this kid's got to learn. So, Matt Riddle, like, tweets something out, things, things progress, and then Matt Riddle puts out this, like, shoot video, selfie video, from his couch... And he basically is like, yeah, Booker T hates me. Don't know why. Uh, Goldberg sucks. Jericho hates me. Like, he's just naming. He says, he sends Lance Storm, you're so boring. <laughs> I fell asleep during one of your seminars and you had to wake me up and ask me if I was okay. <laughs> he's know, just like he mentions, he mentions, he goes, Goldberg, hate the guy. He goes, Booker T, he goes, don't, I feel he should watch more of my matches. Yeah, he's like, I don't know why people people say it can't work. Like, watch my matches. Yeah. Like, I don't know why people are hating him. Like, like, people say he was talking shit, but it's like, well, Booker T, you know, he was kind of just like, I hope you watch more of my matches. But then, You'll see that. The best thing is Jericho. He's, he's hating on Jericho. Now, Jericho's like my favorite wrestler ever, but like... He goes, Jericho, like, I don't know why you're stepping to me. If you want to start shit, I will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> he says this in the thing, and now it's being memed. Like, like we were looking at tweets, and some guys, like, when you go to the fast food place, and they're out of chicken nuggets, and it's like, I will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> so Matt Riddle says all of this on his, on his socials, and uh, Jericho and him are kind of having a little, like, social media beef, but it's... Whew, Matt Riddle is very interesting. Um... This is where wrestling's interesting nowadays. Yeah. Because this is where you're going, is this a work? Is this a shoot? All that, which is, is fun. And th- there's so many contradictions because they say, go grab that brass ring. This yeah. is Matt Riddle doing that. Oh, he's, he does and, it all the time. And you'll, you'll see 
does this elevate him or does he get punished right. for this? Well, he's not on the takeover card. Mm. And a few months ago, he was shitting on Goldberg on social media, laughing. He put out a video of him laughing when Goldberg and Taker match happened. Yeah. Is this the punishment? You're not in takeover because of this. I don't. I, I don't think so. Triple H punishing anyone for having uh, certain feelings towards Goldberg. Yeah. So, so Scrump has a, a a theory that this is all Triple H being like, "Yo, go fuck around with Chris Jericho, <laughs> go piss him off." I mean, if you because if you look at it, it's Matt Riddle targeting Jericho, targeting Goldberg, targeting these guys. Triple H is. Uh, Notoriously not a fan of. So I just find it very it, it funny. It may or may not be. It's so you know, funny. Like, I will beat the shit out of you is yeah. my new favorite line. <laughs> when someone says something you don't agree with, listen, bro, I will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> the best is, it's Matt Riddle. Like, he literally would beat the shit out of yeah, all yeah. of those dudes. Completely. Like, literally, he would beat the shit out of Goldberg, Jericho. Like, ah, uh, it's just so funny. The, I can't. Ha- Twitter is free. I can't. I just can't fathom this. See, if he was, if he was still in the Indies though, right now, you know, GCW would be looking like Matt Riddle versus whatever available <laughs> WCW alumni. Oh yeah. You okay. Know? Well, this is where I have this interesting theory here. Uh, so, so, so that's it. Killian Dane attacks him here, does a cannonball into the steel steps, beats him up, and the match doesn't happen. So we watch wrestling for a long time. Hmm. Next week. I assume we get the rematch at the this Saturday. We get the pre the pre takeover thing, and maybe they add it, or there might not be room. They've, they've announced two matches yeah. for the the pre show. I don't I don't think we'll see this. So I guess we won't. see Maybe it. we'll have a spot backstage yeah. or something. Now here, get, listen to my theory here. Listen to this. What do you think of this? Uh, the main event of Takeover is a two out of three falls. The first is a wrestling match. The second is a street fight. And the third, William Regal chooses a stipulation. Is Matt Riddle added in to make it a triple threat match? Or is that just like... I like the idea, but no. Yeah, it just Uh, doesn't gel. Yeah, I think it's... It's cheap. I think they wanted to finish his winner. Because Riddle is tweeting, you better tune into this weekend in Toronto because you never know what could happen. And he tweets a picture of him and Brock Lesnar. (laughs) He still wants that Riddle Brock Lesnar. Um, but back yeah. to this angle, I I really like the the ambush uh, again. Yeah, Killian Dane. Did, I think did he attack him with a crossbody? I feel it yeah, looked yeah. really it looked yeah. really cool, and it was quick. I I often get tired of these beatdowns when they go on too long, where it was just I've blindsided you, I've killed you, I've left you. Yeah, and I I really like this. I think I I don't like this look for Killian Dane. I think it's way too like Bray Wyatt. I know Bray Wyatt's changed it up, but you, I think a sort of semi-casual fan would look at this and would think it's Bray Wyatt. The long hair, long beard, true, black true. vest. Well, we were joking jeans. that they look. He looks like every other guy sometimes. Like a big, like I myself am a bigger, hairy white dude. Mm. I watch uh, the NXT UK show. Every other guy is a big. Harry White dude. Yeah. Killian Dane is a big Harry White so dude. So <laughs> it, it makes sense why they didn't, you know, ship him over to NXT UK because oh, yeah. he yeah. just he He'd looks be lost. too similar. He'd be lost. And I don't think he's someone who you would like have him drastically change his look because he's he's got a in his gear and stuff, he has a good look. But within the context of like the U- all the other UK yeah, guys, yeah. 
very similar. Just too similar. I agree. Uh, but I'm sure he's been bumping that new Tool album that everyone's uh, <laughs> waiting for. That new song came out. You, know, you mentioned you sat next to Tool. I know <laughs> the lead singer of Tool, I believe it was, like came into the shop once. Oh, and what? It was also one of those things where everyone... You didn't know who it was? Until he left, and yeah. my boss was like, oh, uh, that's the guy from Tool. And there was uh, some people who were like, why didn't you say it? You know, but... <laughs> You don't, you, if, yeah. if you're the lead singer of Tool, you don't want to be announced sure. to like everybody at this oh. shop. How did they? Why don't they have Tool for the takeover theme? Come on! I love those stories you hear celebrities say when someone comes up to them and goes, "Are you famous? <laughs> <laughs> who are? Have I seen you on something? <laughs> thanks, either. thanks. Cheers for that." Uh, let's go to someone who wishes they were famous. His name is Fandango, <laughs> or I real last week I said Fandango looks like Channing Tatum. Yeah. But I think I figured it out. What's the guy's name from the IT crowd? Um, he's in Bridesmaids. Chris O'Dowd? Chris O'Dowd. Okay. Okay. Fandango looks like a like a jacked Chris O'Dowd. Like, li- literally looks exactly like him. So, Fandango came back last week to save Tyler Breeze. And now they're here being interviewed backstage. Fandango says, shh. Breeze says, dude, where have you been? Fandango says, listen, Tyler Breeze... I just got caught up in it. I was in too deep. You see, we spent all this time policing everyone when we should have been policing ourselves. Our fashion sense is whack. He says, whack? He's like, yeah, it's what the the kids say these days. Well, what does it mean? Well, it means it's bad. So we need to reimagine Breezango. So next week, it will be Breezango versus the Forgotten Sons. That's the match we are getting at the TakeOver pre-show, at least one of the matches. Brizango versus the Forgotten Sons. Um, I don't care about this anymore. I, I thought it, I liked one line here when Fandango, he clearly still has his comedy kind of mm. chops here because he's like, I was in too deep. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, that's funny. But this is just something I don't need on this show. No, I... I said the last few weeks, yeah. Breeze needs a makeover. Um, Fandango's had it. I was just hoping. I'd have liked here to Fanda- for Fandango to be just serious, sure, and be like, yeah, they're doing the opposite of what you asked. Yeah, yeah, and just be look, we're good. We can wrestle. We can go. Well, uh, <laughs> Breeze is decent. Come on. Uh, I don't read. But ahead. then say, uh, but then say, yeah. Look, we need to change it up. Let's. Leave this up high. Well, we is... need a makeover. Let's do it. And but then they come dressed, out looking serious. They're not dressed. They're dressed like half ass here. Like he's still in the wife beater mm. and breezes in his like weird half gear. So he jokes like we need to police ourselves. The fashion police. We're the police. Now, again, I don't read ahead ever, but they have been tag teaming uh, on these indie circuits. Mm. Like tonight and tomorrow night, they will be in action in, their, in, the, in, in the house shows. I don't read ahead, but... They're back in their old gear. See, which so, that, like, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. When they were the fashion police, like, on Raw and SmackDown and stuff, whatever that was that. But I felt like transitioning Breeze back into NXT was, like, a... It was a fresh start. And they didn't really... It. They kind of half-assed it, where he was just... He's kind of the old character. He's just not as over. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's detrimental... To just bring in like Fandango yeah. and just have them do that same gimmick because that gimmick worked on Raw and SmackDown because it's more comedy it? based, uh. but like it's more sports oriented over here on NXT. Not that you can't have comedy, sure, but 
It's just not working. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't want to well, see it. Well, it might be that case in the house shows because this hasn't aired yet. And sure. TakeOver will be... Well, the TakeOver pre-tape yeah, yeah. will be their debut. Also, this is just a... I just want to see them be more serious. Yeah. yeah I, I think we've, we've had that. It was that. fun at the time. Yeah. We've moved like, past. They're both good wrestlers. They are. Like, Johnny Curtis. Before Fandango, yeah, there true. was Johnny Curtis. Yeah, and he was really good in yeah. NXT. If you watch some of those, like, very, very early NXT shows... Johnny Curtis was a really good wrestler. Mm. That's what I want to see. You know, I want to see him and Taylor Breeze, like, just do something but different. But then they also have to fight the Forgotten Sons. So it's like, uh, I just don't, I just, the, the Forgotten Sons should go over. But, like, whatever. I don't, this this is not a big, this is where I go to get my, my snacks uh, for TakeOver. I don't want to miss anything else. But this is probably where I go. Okay, now I'm going to go pee to make sure I'm ready for the rest of the night. Because, like, this, I just, I just don't care. I guess. Yeah, this will also probably be when I go get like my commemorative poster and cup. <laughs> go check out the merch. Yeah. Gotta get that new Johnny Johnny Gargano Rebel Heart shirt, Ooh. which I don't know how you haven't bought yet. You're probably gonna buy it, aren't you? Well, I ordered a load of stuff and <laughs> it my didn't credit card yeah. <laughs> David ordered a whole WWE shop order for SummerSlam weekend, so he had some new gear to wear. And then he tells me this week, he's like, "So I didn't order it, and it, I didn't realize it didn't ship out the whole time. So sorry, but now you can order that shirt." Looks great. Uh, let's go to the final, I guess, it's not the main event, but the TakeOver Target, if you will. The two out of three falls match, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole for the NXT title this Saturday. Uh, this video is really, really well done, this TakeOver Target special here. Now, it shows uh, a lot of the behind the scenes of uh, Johnny losing at TakeOver 25 to Adam Cole. Uh, it cuts to like Adam Cole coming back into Gorilla when everyone stands up and is just clapping because like what a you know what a match what a moment for Adam Cole to finally win there. But then it cuts to what I'm liking to call now Sad Johnny, where he's just like in the back like limping. No one cares to talk to him. Not even Candice. Candice is over there celebrating with everyone else and Adam Cole and Johnny. Johnny just in the back. Sad Johnny limping. He's just like fuck you, God damn it, Adam Cole. Um, it cuts to uh, you know different people here in this video. The cameos here are really sweet. It shows like weeks and months essentially. You know Adam Cole going to Gargano's Pizza, uh, Johnny uh, visiting the, the school, the training facility of people. It has Johnny Gargano in the full sale hallway here of NXT, and it's got pictures of like Biggie, uh, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, like literally everyone, Finn, Finn Balor, everyone who's been through NXT. And has gone on to like become someone in the WWE. And he says that that's not necessarily his goal. His goal is to be when you think of NXT, you think of Johnny Gargano. When you think of TakeOver, I am Mr. TakeOver. You think Shawn Michaels, you think of Mr. WrestleMania. When you think of NXT, you want, I want you to think of Johnny Gargano. And I will say a uh, great line, but uh, Johnny, you've succeeded in my mind. Already when I think of... NXT, you can think of your your Finn Balor, uh, usually is where I would go because he kind of really made this this kind of step up. Everyone it got a lot of attention, but I would say Gargano has uh, passed that. I think I think so. I match think so. quality yeah, wise, match quality wise, one hundred percent. I would say that. So it was really interesting for him to say that. Like like video, this is a video, but uh, you know f to promote this. But he like was really serious about that, and then it cuts to him hanging out in the performance center with 
Seth Rollins, which is really cool. And it's him and Seth Rollins, um, like, chatting it up about the NXT. And, and Seth Rollins is, like, kind of praising Johnny Gargano here as well. Um, and Johnny's like, yeah, you know, like, SummerSlam weekend, we're both, uh, like, kind of headlining some big matches here. How awesome is that? It's crazy. And he tells Seth Rollins to burn it down. I just found it really funny that even in a shot with Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano looked cooler than <laughs> Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Johnny Gargano in his day. <laughs> um, and then it cuts to Johnny hanging out with Finn Balor. Now it's him and Finn Balor hanging out, and they're going back to like, uh, Finn was saying like, yeah, I was the main eventing here in NXT, but I was watching the cards, and you were on the mid-card with Champa and the tag team matches, and like I would say you were stealing the show all the time. So it's basically giving... Johnny here, the rub here, and it's basically solidifying what I just, what we just said, that Finn Balor himself was saying, yeah, you are, you are fantastic, like, you're gonna tear it up when you get to the main roster, which I still hope doesn't happen very soon, but I just thought this was really cool. It then cuts to uh, different wrestlers, like Triple H, talking about how both of Gargano and Cole are his boys, and how they just tear it down every single night. We get uh, Robbie, Robbie Brookside. We have Serena Deeb. We got uh, Terry Taylor. We got Tyler Breeze. We have Kevin Owens, who says that Adam Cole will win on <laughs> Saturday because uh, if anyone follows their career, he knows that he's Adam Cole's baby boy. Not t- not taking away from Johnny, but he says Cole will win. Um, and Adam Cole, like with with his whole crew and, and Undisputed Era and him going through it saying he's going to take NXT to the next level, you know, with the private plane and all these sort of things. Um, I thought this video was just really great. Another shot is um, uh, Shawn Michaels. He's saying that like both of these guys, like he watched, I think, the TakeOver New York is where he watched and he was like, this is this is what wrestling has become and this is fantastic. And that's Shawn Michaels saying that, who some say is the greatest ever to do it. And when the best ever says, you guys are the best ever, I would imagine that feels pretty good for both of these guys. Uh, this whole Target thing is really interesting. If you got some time before TakeOver, go check it out. It'll get you super hyped for this match. However, I said the third fall. See, it cuts to William Regal. He's backstage here. And it's this real close-up with the real... It's got the light camera thing on William Regal. And he says, two out of three falls. It's a normal match, then a street fight. And if it gets to it, then I, I choose the third fall. And as of now... I'm the only one who knows the third fall. So, knowing the history of William Regal and keeping stipulations to himself, will it be the Queen of... <laughs> Queensbury Rules Queensbury match. Rules match. <laughs> will Re- William Regal runs down, adds himself into the match, and the Queen is there somehow, and, I don't know, Meghan Markle's involved. I don't know. Can but- you imagine if we show up and we just see... Like, you know, if you go to a wrestling show, you sometimes see, like, a steel cage... Like yeah. above the ring and you're like it could very well happen no 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 we see like the elimination chamber and they just <laughs> they're like oh you thought like the first two falls go by super quick they're like elimination chamber they should just hang everything up so you go you what's it know. gonna be they, they have like the Punjabi Regal hasn't even told WWE yeah you've got three different cell cage structures above the ring ladders huh. everywhere tables fucking <laughs> petrol for the fire thing like uh, uh so I don't know. I don't know what it could be. I think it should just be a ladder match at the end there to kind of make it crazy. I feel lateral cage. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I'm kind of cool with anything. 
I'm just kind of cool with them you, killing You know it. they're just... You know it's going to be an incredible I know match. they're going to deliver. So, yeah. I, 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 I'm not worried. Yeah. I'm not scared. I really enjoyed this target thing. It was... For me, I found it way more interesting, all the Johnny Gargano stuff. Because yeah. we've seen the, all the Adam Cole stuff before. <clears throat> me too. I loved watching Gargano's uh, audition when he's in front of the green screen and he shows the picture of him as a chubby, awkward kid. Yeah. And then he goes, the next day I was told I didn't get it. And they're going... Also, it's it's WWE's way of planting more seeds of Evolve. They go, he went to Evolve and became something sure, different. Right. And because I think Evolve's going to be on WWE TV a lot more. The network. Um, but this made... Up until this point, I thought it was set in stone, Adam Cole's winning this. Yes. Just comments Johnny Gargano meant. You can read between the lines where he knows he could be the face of this company if... If this is going to be on... If NXT will move to TV and start doing bigger venues yeah. and things, he wants to be the face of that. He doesn't want to get lost in Raw or SmackDown. No. Champa said he doesn't want to go up to main roster. He wants to be NXT. I think a lot of these people want to be NXT. And, I mean, I doubt they have... They don't have much say in the matter. But it made me believe Johnny Gargano could win this yeah, because definitely. he goes, I need to cement myself. He had a, a one month title reign, whatever. If you think of the past NXT champions, you don't really think of Sami Zayn much because he only had a one sure. month reign. Um, so I can really see Johnny Gargano getting it. I, I can see it going both ways now. Like you literally, what you just said is like, I thought, okay, Adam Cole, but the way this is presented is like, they, they got us, they got us the hook here at least because I, I could see it going either way now. Definitely. And even if Adam Cole does still win, they've now made me more invested in the match because I love not knowing and thinking it could go either yeah. way. Whereas I think up until this point, I thought, oh, it's it's going to be a great match, but Adam Cole will win. Now I, I'm going, I really don't know. I will say, like, Johnny Gargano, my wrestler of the year last year, like, definitely one of my favorites ever. Like, literally, yeah. just because of the last year of wrestling. The last... The, we I went to take over New York and that match was one of the best matches I've ever fucking seen. And I will say that I love that, and I want him to go forward. Having said that, the prophecy, baby, the prophecy, take over Toronto will be edged in stone when people think of, wow, remember, were you at that show? Yeah. Remember when Undisputed Era fulfilled the prophecy when they all win NXT gold? Because I think that could happen. Yeah, I mean, touching on like what you said, David, there, there's two specific things that stuck out to me from this uh, Target. Target video. One was Tegan Knox. <laughs> the second was how they definitely like made you think like, oh, Johnny has a chance. Because I myself was, no, I'm like, for sure Adam Cole's winning. Yeah. But you hear those comments from Johnny, how you know he wants to be the face. And it, it definitely, it throws, like you said, that sense of mystery where it's like, oh, Okay, so is Johnny going to win? Which is the best thing for a wrestling match. Because it's, it's not to say if you go into a wrestling match knowing who's going to win, you know, it doesn't take away from it. You know, it sometimes adds to it because you know, like, what can they pull off? Mm. But walking into it, like, knowing that whether they go with Johnny or whether they go with Adam, it's going to be good for NXT. It's going to be great because they're both, you know, legit stars. Yeah. It just... It's interesting. It's interesting to see how they're going to... Because everyone, you know, is talking about, like, the rumored move to FS1. And I could definitely see, like, you start out with Adam Cole. You introduce him as your top heel. And you have, like, the, you know, Johnny Adam Cole story conclude at... I think the next takeover would be uh, the Chicago, Chicago. War Games. You know, you kind of have it there because by then, 
they'll have already, I assume, have been on FS1. If it happens, yeah. If it happens, yeah. But it's it's interesting. I don't think this will be the end of... Uh, they made it seem on this that this will be definitive. That yeah, they will definitely. be moving on after this. But I don't think either guy is moving up. I, I, feel, I hope they don't. I no. feel bad for... Unless Undisputed go up as a group, I think they'll be fine as a group. I don't want to see any guys no, go up from NXT, not, especially with the Fox deal. Mm-hmm. Fox aren't going to want these... Josh. unknown NXT guys you, they're gonna want the big names do you guys think it was I don't want to say good but that it favored uh, Tommaso and Johnny that Tommaso got injured right when he did because otherwise they would be like they would they would have just been on the I'm gonna stop you I'm gonna literally stop you right there because then if you go to their YouTube the WWE PC YouTube channel which they upload some crazy things that you you would never see unless you follow this They've been doing these mini-series on Champa. Mm. Now, they've been doing this since back in WrestleMania when he showed up uh, at TakeOver. The newest one they just released is showcasing him and his travels to New York for that moment. And I have to say, go watch this. It's like eight minutes, this third part here of Tommaso Champa and his story. And it's crazy watching this because you watch it and you go, holy shit, this guy's coming this Saturday at Toronto TakeOver and he could take out the winner. Like You just don't know. They do say that at this moment in time, he is not cleared. Okay. He is not cleared to do, like, anything. He said that he was barely allowed to make it to take over New York. He said they asked him to come, and he was like, if I'm cleared, then I will. And then he went. And it shows all this behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. stuff, him coming out. It's crazy. It shows him and Johnny uh, which, with Shawn Michaels in New York before the show, and Shawn Michaels talking about how... Their feud was crazy and things like that. But then it cuts to Champa saying, uh, you know, he's he's heartbroken. And it cuts to Triple H and uh, Edge, actually. And they say, um, you had like this four-year-long build with Johnny, and then you got injured and it was taken away. And it wasn't even... It's like, you know, you, you work at a job, no matter what you do, for four years, and then you get taken out, and it's like, okay, well, I'm off the job for a little while. It's like, no, 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 there's something more than that, like the artistic mm. direction and everything like that, and it's like, that's probably got to hurt. And Tomasa Champa says he has this weird mindset where Triple H is being interviewed here, where he has to keep telling Champa, like, don't ever think about the what-ifs, because you'll never rest at night. You'll never... He's like, think about it, not even in wrestling, like... If you get hurt and then you go, well, what if this happened? And what if, what if I didn't get hurt? And then, and he's like, no, you shouldn't be thinking about that. Think about when you get back. Think about the next thing. Think about the next. Don't think about the what ifs. But what if Champa never got hurt? And like, what if uh, Champa never got hurt? Like way back. What if like all these things that happened kind of happened for a reason and led up to this thing? So I just find it so yeah. interesting because. <laughs> What if Champa never got hurt? Will we see Adam Cole in this mix right now? Probably. But will we see these... Would we have seen such classic oh, matches? Oh, it, it wouldn't just affect the main event scene. It affects It would affect everything. the North American. Yes. It would affect the... Ta- it affects so much. Exactly. So I just find that interesting that uh, in this Champa video as well, which go watch, definitely. Um, it just makes me miss this guy so much, by the way. Like, dude had a kid and everything. Like, it's like oh. these... The NXT like uh, Performance Center YouTube... Yeah. Amazing videos. Yeah. But like almost I, I subscribe to it, I watch a lot mm-hmm. of their videos and they're just so This made me want to like well, almost cry watching yeah, this. Very like well we watched this last together. night. We were like, what is going like now I want to see Champa so bad. Yeah. Uh I just think that is is really cool as well because there's so many things that lead you for this like storyline. And Gargano, by the way, has just been 
riding this wave of like, oh, yeah. he's been thrown into so many different things and keeps delivering. It just shows that these guys are the top guys. And I don't want them to leave NXT because no, I mean, yeah. they're in good hands if you have these stars like Champa and Gargano and Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era. Like, dude, you could bring back Champa in like a few months' time, you know, if willing, if he could. There's a feud right there. You get DIY versus Undisputed Era at some capacity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different avenues they can go. So I just found the the production work of these these Target takeovers and this Champa package are so good, and they get me so hyped for this stuff because wrestling in 2019, there's so much of it, and you need to be able to get me interested in this. And Takeover obviously is like one of the big things that, especially we're all dudes in our 20s. Like we are all this is a product for us. They're gearing. But these AEW are also going to try to steal us away because mm. we're the target, I would say. So they're doing a good job with this. I, I'm super stoked for this. And bring back Tomasa Champa. He's got to attack the winner this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, Shall we go to predictions? Yes, let's go. I've got a few points on what you said, but yeah. it fits in with predictions. Yeah, definitely. Let's go to TakeOver Toronto this Saturday. Let's look at the card here. Let's start off with Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai, the grudge match. I'm going to go out on the whim and start this by saying the greatest women's wrestler of all time, Io Shirai, <laughs> will win this match. She's going to do something maybe heelish, and she's going to yell in Japanese, and I'm going to love it. Every second of it. Io Shirai, all the way, baby. I I also think it'll be Io. Candice can lose this match. Yes. Like, we, you know, we talked about how she's just kind of now being brought back into the mix of things as a wrestler, as Candice, not Johnny's wife. Uh, she can she can take this loss. Yeah, I think it so won't, too. It won't you know hurt her. She can definitely bounce back because more than likely it'll be Eo doing something you know heelish to win. Mm-hmm. So you could always get that win back. You could always you know oh can you know if let, let's say Eo gets the next title shot, you can have Candice. Well, she got screwed out of hers. You can always incorporate her into there Multiple as well. Match, so yeah. I I definitely see Eo. I'm gonna say Eo as well. I think she's gonna cheat to win. Um, because I think these two are definitely going to have a uh, no DQ match down the line. Yes, mm-hmm. and that will probably be with the title. So I think Io's winning this by cheating, and will somehow get the title before the next takeover, and that will be a big bloodbath. Yes, uh, that will be the the big match. This is kind of just chapter one. This is just starting of this. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong triple threat. For the North American Championship, who do you see winning this? Walking out as North American Champion, I'm going to say the prophecy starts with Roderick Strong. This is your moment, Roddy, and you're going to take it, buddy. (laughs) Roderick Strong, buddy, I think he's going to win this. Just to even, you don't even need to fulfill the prophecy, but Roddy winning it is definitely people are going to be like, oh shit, it's happening. It's going to happen. And the rest of your night, you're going to be sitting there being like, holy shit, is, is this going to happen? And I think Roderick Strong... Kind of deserves this. I'm not the kind of guy who says, you des- this wrestler deserves to win this, blah, blah, blah. Give it to him, and it's kind of interesting. Is Pete Dunne going to hang around here in NXT? Regal said that he is, but giving it to Roddy kind of just, I don't know, something about it is interesting. It also evens up, uh, it also opens up Velveteen Dream to kind of maybe go into a, a title match down the line for the main title. I don't know. I think Roderick Strong should win because he's the guy I want to win. Yeah, I mean... Touching on what you said, if if Pete Dunn is sticking around, yeah. which I don't think he is, like they as long as they yeah, as long as yeah. they, I feel it's just kind of like a, oh yeah, he's know, here, he's gonna, he's gonna stick around, so it'll make us think he's getting the title. But 
I I feel Roderick Strong's it, this is his time now. He's been putting on these killer matches. Yeah, he has, he's just he, been killing he's it. He's been killing it. And if they truly want to fulfill that prophecy, give it, it to him. Velveteen, I would much rather see him in, in the main. They've been keeping him, Velveteen strong. Like, yeah. Matt, like he, he beat Riddle clean at uh, New York. Like yeah. So I'm just saying, I think it's time for him maybe to no. go into the main. Um, have we seen Adam Cole versus Velveteen? Um, I'm sure in some capacity, smaller TV matches. I think in multi-man matches, I don't think... So there's a title program, too. Yeah, I mean, if if Adam Cole retains, that would be a program I would be interested in seeing. That's a main event, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. so Strong is who I'm picking as well. It's it's his time. I'm going to say Strong as well. Um, I don't see where... I just don't see where the others go from this. More so Pete Dunne, because he's kind of done his thing in the UK. Um, Do you... Do you move him to 205 for a bit to feud with Gulak? I mean, sure. I know 205 Yikes. is pretty cold, but Yikes. Gulak done would be something I'd really like to see. Um, we could Vel- also- Velveteen, I think, is a strong enough character that you don't even need him in matches every now and then. He just needs to do a little segment and remind you he's there. Uh, you could also go with Roddy versus Dunn for the next program, for the, the yeah, North Americans. Yeah. So it's like, I think giving it to, to Roddy is the best bet for this. I think Roddy as well. Okay. Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim for the NXT Women's Championship match. Now, I know a lot of people are saying they're not really invested into this rivalry. I think this is the least interested uh, match on the card. Um, I think Shayna Baszler should retain the Women's Championship here. Um, But that being said, I want to see kind of Io Shirai be brought into the title picture. Having a heel versus heel just won't work, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I think Becky needs a challenger. Becky needs she, a challenger. She's had a title, you know, a title run right now that's been lackluster. You know, Ronda's gone. Yeah, they've done all she can with Charlotte. Yeah, and I think Shayna Baszler would be like the perfect hmm. opponent. Interesting. Like, she has Natty right now at SummerSlam, and it's because it's in Toronto. Yeah, that's why. Sure. Otherwise, that roster just there's not enough women to have her. You know, they want to. Push her as the face. She's you want the, Becky she, Shayna. She's on the cover of this year's game, so yeah. she's clearly someone they want to keep pushing. Yeah. I think Shayna versus Becky would be an awesome match, especially because Shayna's mm. gotten so much better. Her, you know, Definitely. since she first arrived in NXT. So I think Mia Yim will win, Whoa. and I think she will just sort of serve as this transitional champion. Gotcha. You know, until Io gets the belt because. Shayna okay. sort of she's done everything she can, yeah. and I don't think they're going to have her just relinquish the belt, similar to Asuka. Um, so sure. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going with Mia Yim just for the simple fact of you need to get Shayna out of there. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. I I think if and when Sasha's ready to come back, she'll be slotted right away against yeah. Becky. I would be surprised um, if you see Sasha on SummerSlam. Maybe attack Becky or do something crazy. Um, but I, I think you're right, and I think Shayna would be a great feud to have before, if and when they ever get to that singles match of Becky v. Ronda. Yeah. If, I mean, Ronda's still Becky's, under contract. Becky's she's, been tweeting about it today. She's actually. on an indefinite hiatus, but she's still contracted to WWE, and that's a match that they could do down the line. Uh, and I think Shayna would be, for Becky to eventually win that feud against Shayna, would make her all the hotter mm-hmm. going against Ronda again. Um, I think Mia will have a very short reign. I think she might even lose it on TV to EO. 
before war games. Hey, is this... Uh, if yeah, this if, are you persuaded me. I'm going to say Mia Yim. Guys, if you're telling me Mia Yim is the ticket to get EO with the title, then hey, Mia Yim, let's go get that the being, title. That being let's said, go. there's a lot of unfinished business between EO and Shayna. Yeah, Shayna exactly. was the one that broke EO and came out looking more of a baby face after that match with the post-match yeah. attack. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah. So I, I think you could have a heel versus heel because they're, they're two very different kinds of heels at the moment. Um, the, this is the one... Uh, actually, all, this whole card I can't really call, but, okay, well, which is great. But I'm going to say Mia. Mia Yim, all right. Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era Tag Team NXT Championship. What do you think here? Is the prophecy going to be fulfilled? Are the Street Profits on the main roster now so they don't need the gold? They can just go away because that's clearly what's kind of happening. Uh, I'm going to say the Undisputed Era re re reinforce that they are the workhorses here in NXT. And every time the Undisputed Era is in a tag team match, they go out there and they just destroy and they kill it and they slay. I think that's what they're going to do. And Undisputed Era fulfilling the prophecy again with them winning gold here. Kyle O'Reilly and his dad will walk out with the belts. <laughs> it's just street profits are fine, but they've, they're raw guys now. And it's fine. They, they're more of a main roster tag team anyway. Hmm. And I feel like you get more out of them on the main roster. I think they don't... Look, they already won the titles. Mm-hmm. They've proved, like, hey, we're good. The thing that they need to prove here is not if they can win, because they've done, they've won and stuff, and they're, they're going to go on to the main roster. But if they can actually hang is what they need to still prove. They did it in a multi-man ladder yeah. match with a bunch of guys. They were protected. Now you're tag team versus tag team with the best tag team. I think they're going to prove that they're really yeah. good. Still. I mean, and even then, yeah. you know, Kyle and Fish are such good wrestlers yeah. that even if they, for some reason, they shit the bed, we probably wouldn't be able to tell as much because these guys are such professionals that they can make them look good. But you know, Dawkins and Ford, they're they're great. Yeah, they are. So I, I am excited to see them go one on one because you're right. They they stole the show in that mm-hmm. ladder match. So seeing them go one on one with with these two guys, just to see, like, can you hold up will be interesting. But I, I also see them getting called up, you know, to Raw and... So do you think... Who do you think wins? Kyle, Kyle and his dad. The Prophecy. The Prophecy. I think uh, Street Profits are so hungry as well at the moment. They know this is... Yeah, as you said, they're in that multi-man match. This is their first one-on-one takeover, takeover match. And I think they're going to want to completely They want to kill, kill it. it. They want to do crazy um, shit. I do think Undisputed Era are winning this, however. There we go. And Prophecy, Street baby. Profits will transition into main roster. They'll pre- transition into the guys who just use old Attitude Era catchphrases in the background. And use eye drops with RVD. Uh, Riddle and them were getting on a flight, and Riddle posted on like Twitter, Instagram, and it's them hanging out, and he makes a joke about, we want the smoke. <laughs> Riddle found his uh, smoking buddies. Uh, and the main event... Predictions here, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, a two out of three falls match for the NXT Championship. It's uh, three stages of hell. As Johnny said in the TakeOver tailgate, the last things, he's like, I'll see you in hell, Adam Cole. I think, this is a tough one. Part of me wants Johnny Gargano to win this because he, to me, no matter what, win or lose, you are Mr. NXT. You are TakeOver, Mr. TakeOver. No matter what, you win win or lose this, you just are. You already are the guy here. But after watching that video, I'm like, oh man, I really want you to win because you're so good. But wouldn't it be funny if Roddy wins the title, the Undisputed Era win the tag team titles, and then Adam Cole 
falls short and loses and the prophecy isn't fulfilled just not yet I think that would be an interesting swerve that's definitely, to the crowd that's definitely something I can see them doing but I, I'm not sure if they have all you know everyone else in Undisputed win the belts yeah. and then have Adam Cole lose like how that comes off on TV because let's say let's say Gargano does beat him yeah I don't think he's getting as big of a reaction as he could if you've already spent the better half of the night teasing sure. the prophecy You're right. fulfilled. Okay, well then fuck it. I want the I'm I'm predicting that the prophecy comes true here just to be that guy. I think Adam Cole will beat Johnny Gargano in in I, third fall. I've been thinking completely that they're going to swerve it. I think the others are all going to get the titles yeah, and I funny. think that's going to be a shock at the end because everyone's going to expect Adam Cole to retain. This target package had me completely change my mind. Yeah, me too. Um, Gargano talking to Finn Balor, saying, I'm after your record. I want to break the 200 and, was it 271, 270 multiple days. Champion too. Um, multiple champion, too. Multiple champion. I think you could have Gargano retain, maybe face Dream at uh, War Games, mm-hmm. and then you have the Undisputed in the War Games match. Sure. Um, you can play up the dissension between... Uh, undisputed again because this time Roddy has the title the boys have the tag and Adam Cole doesn't so that can play into that story that can split them off for a little bit Um, and then if Champa's ready by January I'd love Gargano to be the one to announce Champa's back and I'm defending against you damn and you can have Champa's going to have a babyface reaction Mm -hmm. no matter what he's playing and you can really Finish that story, have the match. I'd say still Gargano goes over, but uh, handshake embrace. This is down the line, but sure. I think you need cha- uh, Gargano to be champ for that. I think I think that's a fantastic, and it keeps NXT hot for still for such a long time. You keep these big stars there. I think it'll save NXT like from this like being lost in your weekly wrestling shuffle. Mm. You're gonna want to see these guys, so that's the way to keep it. However. Uh, Champa versus Cole for the NXT title down the line also sounds like straight fire. Which is why I'm going to go. Just for. I'm in the middle. I'm torn, man. I'm interested to know what the crowd's going to be like because Johnny Gargano's wrestled here so much. He was Smash Smash Champion for ages. It could be a really hot Johnny Gargano crowd, which it hasn't been at the last few takeovers. Mm. Like Brooklyn is. Cole country. But that's how you know and he's so good. The crowd can still be on turn. They turn. They, they watch him and they go, wow. This oh, guy's yeah. You're really fucking They're good. They're like, oh, wow. This is actually such a good match. And then he wins. And they're like, yeah, all right. You deserve that. What it, What Marvel character is Johnny coming dressed out as? Ooh. We, we talked, we talked. Has he done Wolverine yet? Because he's the only big Canadian superhero I can think that he... He's going to come out as Drake. He has... Yeah, as Drake. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. I think... No, Ray did Wolverine, didn't he? Has yeah. He has done Wolverine before, I think. I think he might come out as Spider-Man just because the last Marvel movie that came out was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Far from home. He, and but he's far he from home. He should come out but as Wolverine. Normally his, normally his costume has something to do with the, the city story. or his story because he was, he was Dark yeah. Phoenix uh, in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He's... He was Venom when he was turning bad. It's it's all always pointing towards the story or the city, and that's why I think maybe maybe Wolverine because sure. we're in Canada, right? Kawhi Leonard, that's what he's coming out. <laughs> I like if he just threw like a wrench in it and was just like, oh no, I wanted, I just want to come out as a Silver Surfer because I want silver. Well, yeah. just comes he's up definitely in black losing. trunks, black boots. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yep, this is the real swerve. 
I, I foresee a bunch of Raptors gear this weekend. Uh, th- from is, from what both. is Velveteen Dream? What is he coming? Yeah, like, I think Dream is king of the north. Yeah, I think he's doing a Game of Thrones. Game of thing. Thrones. Although it's Raptors. a bit, it's, I finished a while ago. Now I'm just thinking the north. Yeah, I'm I mean, usually get good at this. After that season, for, like that series finale, though, does he really want to remind? <laughs> <me>? <laughs> uh, so that's our predictions here. I'm still torn, but I'm going to say the prophecy comes through. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, and and for costumes, yeah, I could see a Wolverine and King of the North. I think we're on to the, the the right path there. I think it'd be could be cool. Um, let's go to some feedback before we end the show here. Forum.postwrestling.com is where we post it up. You can put your comments or questions, and we'll read it here on the show. I imagine everyone here has some predictions. I'm going to start off with Mystery. He says, So I just wanted to post that Io Shirai video package has me completely sold on her being the top heel of the brand going forward. She is the uncrowned queen for now. The package was amazing. One of their best video packages that I can remember for an NXT wrestler. And Io followed up with an amazing tweet. And he quotes the tweet here. Io Shirai said on Twitter last night, There's nothing left to hide. I wasn't me before, but nothing is stopping me now. Poppy and I wear our scary masks. Wow, imagine Poppy. I think Poppy's doing it right <laughs> uh, I love that. Um, go for it, dear. Uh, we have Eva from London. He's more hype package now than man. Ranking the hype package plus my takeover picks. One, done dream strong. I missed half of it, but so hyped for this match, it works. She thinks strong wins. Baszler versus Yim. This hype package was better than they showed on previous NXT episodes combined. My heart wants Baszler, but my head says Yim. <laughs> yes, Baszler turns 39 on August 8th, which is why I assume you'll record the episode. So if you want, wish her a happy birthday. Oh, oh happy birthday, Shayna Baszler. Happy birthday, Shayna Baszler. Happy birthday. Uh, Shirai versus LeRae. This was awesome, if for no other reason than it actually showed Candice hitting that chair from Shirai, Shirai's vertical suplex. But she goes for Shirai. Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. Montez Ford is amazing on the mic, but thinks Undisputed Era will win. Gargano vs. Cole, not only did they air a half-hour-long promo package before NXT, they aired 15 minutes of it again on the regular yeah. show. The sheer over-promotion of this feud has made me lose interest. Still should be a phenomenal match. She goes for Cole. So, did Dane and Riddle have a segment off-screen? I know at the tapings Dane attacked Riddle on his way to the ring, but despite being billed as main event, somehow I missed it. No, it just wasn't there. Yeah. What's your opinion on the likely three two confirmed pre-show matches? The breakout final, Breezango, Forgotten Sons, and Dane Dane v Riddle. We kind of gone over all that. Yeah, I mean, we're we're going to be doing our takeover tailgate, and then we're going to run over to the Scotiabank Arena there, the ACC, and and watch these matches. Like, I'm we're going to make it for these matches. Yeah. I just can't say these pre-show matches are the ones that I'm like. That's no. not why I'm going. You know. And she says, keep up the good work. She'll see us at TakeOver and can't wait to see WH Park. <laughs> wow. That's that like makes the, one of us. Yeah, wow. One person. <laughs> I'm joking. I love you, WH. <laughs> uh, I, we're recording this before we have met up with him yet. So depending on whether or not he gives me strong zero, I love you too, WH. <laughs> this is my first time meeting WH. I've not oh, met WH. You're not missing no, much. FaceTime to me. It's going to be a real, yeah, time be a real <laughs> letdown, to be honest, guys. You're hyping yourself up for real shit show <laughs> um do you want to read some feedback sure you have yeah, it open yeah now. we Go got for uh Charbel, uh is it the first takeover with two women's matches the johnny and cole hype video is the best championship video i have ever seen the guy who had the idea should go to the main roster 
this was lit. <laughs> I'm opening a new business the night of takeover, so please have fun for me. It was so it was supposed to open two weeks ago. Oh. But my shitty partners forgot to do something, and we had to move the opening date to this Friday. So it sounds like Jesse from the Six Charbel is not buying your tickets. I am sorry. Uh, question: When can we get the news of a Patreon if we are not all at the tailgate? Oh, Ooh. good things will come to those who wait. Yes. More information uh, will come shortly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the usual send off. Shirai gets me high, and I will not no. the other part <laughs> as David's mother is in the building. And I would never use that language in front of a woman. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> we go to Pick Japan greeting. Street Profits give me a heel vibe. There's confidence and there's arrogance, and the Street Profits are moving fo- towards the latter. Shane Thorne strikes me wrongly. Just looking at these guys on the screen, Thorne gave me the feeling he'd like to... He'd, He'd call ice on Joaquim. Don't know why Thorne leaves me with that feeling and I could be stereotyping him. Maybe if Thorne had an actual character, I'd respond to him differently rather than let my imagination fill in the holes. Yeah, that's a weird uh, (laughs) character there for you. Uh, Math question. How many times can the word opportunity be fit in the commentary in less than an hour show? I suspect if they tried that, the announce team could fit in a couple or dozen more. I am not looking forward to a long Riddle Dane series. Do you guys think Dane is really up to the task of being put on great matches? Dane doesn't seem like the right fit for Riddle. Uh, there, so there was only one match on this show, but the four minute long EO promo package is a good consolation prize. Ahoy. Dane is incredible. I really think he can he is good, go, yeah. go back and watch some of those, uh, sanity war games matches and stuff and just seek out his stuff on the indies. He, Killian he Dane was, is he was really, the one really thing, good. The one thing that stuck out, stuck out yeah. of sanity. Yeah. He and Nikki and I mean, the shows, they're the two that are being highlighted the most. I mean, I guess Alexander Wolf too, but Hey, Nikki Cross, woman's champion. And a WWE champion. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. hey, NXT is breeding champions. We have Jesse from the Six. Well, fellas, the time has just about arrived. The week which we've all been looking forward to for months. The return of club football. Ah, uh, shut up. <laughs> what do you think, Dragon Dave? How will John Pollock's beloved Queen's Park Rangers do? They were my granddad's team, so I hope very well. I don't know. I don't even know. Was that English? Uh, some are predicting doom for QPR, but I think they'll be safe. I'm not sure I can say the same for Charlton Athletic. If Lee Bowyer remains at the helm, the addicts might be all right. Okay. But that's a big Wait a if. Second. Jesse, do you do you listen to soccer podcasts and then comment? Wow, I can't. I hope yeah. Champa comes back. <laughs> Everything you just said right now is what I imagine. Like, like if your mother was outside of our door as we were recording this, just which, like she hears what words and names, but has no context to anything. Yeah, uh, he asked a lot about football. Um, Cool. And then leaves us a very nice picture of the handsome Roderick Strong. That's not Roderick Strong. It's Jamie Redknapp. That's <laughs> Jamie. who I said last week. Oh, Jamie Redknapp. He looks like Roddy Strong. Uh, yeah. Left hand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess we fin- we'll finish it off here with PJ River. Yes. Friend of the show, PJ River. Yep. Uh, an episode filled with promo packages. The last one with Johnny and Adam was very good. I love how unscripted Johnny was with Finn and Seth. How he was helping at the PC. That's the kind of promo package WWE should always do. It's modern and less panto. Yeah, like it made him look like an actual person. It's I like I liked how him and Finn were talking just very naturally, just about like unscripted, no kayfabe or anything. 
And then Seth Rollins is like, whoa, those two out of three falls matches. I mean, oh, if you can get him in the first four, oh, but those street fights, oh man, they're, they're quite Rollins. something. Like, that can go either way. <laughs> Seth Rollins. <laughs> Even Finn Balor, like, is, like, like, all three of these guys are probably really nerdy dudes. Yeah, they like, are. Realistically, they're all, if you follow, follow them, I love all of them because I myself am pretty nerdy. And I'm like, Seth, you still came out here looking like the geek. Like, out of... Gargano is, like, the fucking guy who comes out dressed as fucking characters all the time and is always at Disney World posting things with him and his wife at, like, nerdy-ass shit. And yet, somehow, you still come out here looking like a nerd, Seth Rollins. I don't understand how you can't be cool. Man, he's, uh, he's, he's the face of a company, right? <laughs> Fuck. He is making sure his former friends don't steal food off his table. <laughs> he's just trying to be, make sure he's fed. That's it. That's all he wants. Uh, that's our feedback there. Uh, that is our prediction show. Uh, so looking forward to take over Toronto this, this, this weekend. Is there anything else you need to say regarding this weekend? I'm looking forward to all this wrestling that's going on, including SummerSlam, which should be fun. I know you're excited to see Goldberg. Oh yeah. David. Oh I yeah. And Trish's doing. last match. Yes. Trish versus Charlotte should be interesting. I, 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 I'm actually quite looking forward to SummerSlam. I think the card has actually come together pretty nicely. Are they nicely. advertising it as her last she, match? She, she has said now announced you, yeah. that it is in fact. Oh. My, my, uh, my mom lives across the street from, uh, global okay thing and uh, there's this giant uh, global moose statue that we have here because it's we have moose here in canada scrump and uh trish was just there posting picture and that's when she has now announced that it is my last match the final trish stratus match will be against charlotte so and it's nice. not even in saudi arabia oh i guess they couldn't could they? <laughs> they'll get her back do you mean blood money in the bank <laughs> Um, so I'm looking forward to that as well. I think the whole weekend will be a lot of fun. I think it'll be good fun. So, uh, look out for that. Look for us Saturday night. We will be doing a TakeOver Toronto post-show with, uh, David Scrump. Uh, We'll have Jesse from the Six join us as well. We'll do a little round table because we're all going to be there live watching this. So, um, definitely write in some feedback for us and and tweet us and stuff like that. So follow us on our socials on my Twitter and Instagram because we'll be posting tons of stuff. You can follow me. I am at the Bray D. I am at Davey Portman. Scrump, where can they find you? I am at Scrump underscore one on Twitter. That's S-C-R-U-M-P wow. underscore Got one. Got that underscore in your Got name. that underscore. Yeah, and lit. if you want to give my podcast a listen yes. to, it's at PWTCast. You Definitely. Know, uh, we're just starting up. We're only on episode one. Uh, we yeah go yeah, listen I listened yeah. you had we're on iTunes, like, yeah you had we're on Marty DeRosa on and it was yeah was I had Marty so DeRosa funny. yeah who's been like you have to listen to this week's episode because you burned like three of your top stories knowing you as a friend you've told me some things about wrestlers like you were working with wrestlers you've already burned your Okada Coco story and I won't say any more so everyone go listen just yeah, for that if you story. want if you want to hear uh, Kazuchika Okada's feelings on the Dis- on the Disney uh, or how Kenny Omega almost contracted a feel line disease in a, on an island somewhere before Wrestle Kingdom yeah, you, you can, can go yeah, listen to the story go over to so PWTCast you can find this on Instagram Very at funny. Twitter you know PWTCast excellent and yeah and if you're unable to attend the tailgate due to either going to other shows or not getting a ticket in time, do message us as we'll be in the city all weekend. So yeah, if definitely. you want to meet up, we live downtown. Uh, yeah. We'll be at the events. We'll be at some bars. So definitely, we'd love to see as many people this weekend as possible. I'm super excited. I, I know again, a lot of people are messaging us about tickets for this takeover tailgate, and we have sold out. We're actually packed, and it's it's such a nice thing. I can't believe that we did this. So uh, shout out to all the people 
who are coming and who aren't coming. Because I know a lot of people are like, you know, you live elsewhere and you just can't make it for this. But we've had people being like, hey, I want to buy a ticket even though I can't come. And I'm like, oh, like that's um, like, dude, that's amazing. So thank you for everyone who's uh, supporting Up Next and for supporting Post Wrestling. It's been like a crazy wild ride. And I feel like this is us with a live event of our own. It's such a small victory for us, but it it means so much to us. So uh, thank you for everyone who's even like said, hey, congrats for selling out. Just even for listening to us. So honestly, thank you so much. And I'm excited to meet you. And if again, if you don't, then just send us a DM and we can chat anyways. We're your wrestling friends and we have no problem. So thank you so much. Uh, I will say it's, it's just been a wild ride. And we will see you this weekend, SummerSlam weekend, take over Toronto, take over Tailgate. Be sure to follow us again. Thank you so much. Okay, that's it. We gotta go. That's it. We're done. Ahoy! Oh, wait a second. Get out of here. Goodbye. Be safe. here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard to recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen, but Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses, or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.